It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder suffer an embarrassing loss to the Houston Rockets, and it's okay to let this game sting a bit as this is part of the growing experience for this young team. We'll talk about that on Locked on Thunder. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Pod. Email the show, Pod at gmail.com. I'm a media member and the editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com. On today's show, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, we're going to dive into the most embarrassing loss of the Thunder season, and it's okay to let this loss sting a bit as a Thunder fan. You don't always have to revert back to the coping nature of, well, it's all house money anyway. Josh Giddy plays well in this one, and the Thunder had their chances, but ultimately fall down the stretch. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. In this game, the Thunder did not have Lou Dort. The Thunder did not have Chet Holmgren. The Thunder did not have Pokashevsky, Jeremiah Rambasner, Lindy Waters, or Eugenio Morui. The Rockets, the worst team in basketball, did not have Kevin Porter Jr. They did not have Jalen Green either. And for this Thunder team, it's okay that this loss sucks. It's okay that this is an embarrassing loss. Yes, long-term, this is still a season in which you're happy with either direction. You're happy with increased lottery odds because it makes next year even more exciting because then you add an even better draft selection to Chet Holmgren as two pieces you add to this already really young and fun and awesome team. And it's awesome if you make the playoffs or the postseason in any form 
because that's great, valuable experience for this already really cool, fun, young, awesome team. But this is a growing moment too. The feeling that I'm sure the players are feeling, that the coaches are feeling, and that the fan base is feeling is a growing moment. Let it hurt. Because that was, quite frankly, embarrassing. If you want to be a play-in team, if you want to be a playoff team, that was embarrassing. And if you believe the Thunder, they are trying to win these games. They are trying to get to that next step. And they've shown that to you with their effort level to this point in the season. But that game against Houston was their worst game. They slept, walked, they got outworked, they got out-hustled, they got out-efforted. They were just going through the motions, which all are things they have not done to this point in the season. In fact, they've done the inverse of those things. Oftentimes, the way that this Thunder team wins games is by outworking their opponent. It's by out-hustling their opponent. It's by out-efforting their opponent. So whenever you lose games that way, it's even more frustrating because that's supposed to be your identity. You know what the Rockets' identity is? It's dysfunction. It is It is sleepwalking, not caring, being disengaged. They flipped that on their head today. The Thunder flipped it on their head as well, only in an, in an opposite direction. The Thunder were out-rebounded by 10 rebounds. The Rockets got 70 boards. Houston had seven more turnovers and still won this game 112 to 106. Houston scored 20 more points in the paint, scoring 65 paint points. The Thunder shot abysmal, 37, 28, 81. That's where you can kind of feel better about this if you're OKC, because with the amount of shots this team took, it is abnormal to believe that they that they will shoot this poorly again. So just by the simple law of averages, they get these many shot attempts, they're going to make more of them, they're going to score more points, and thus be on the higher side of the scoreboard. But still, it doesn't take the sting out of it for this specific game. Houston shot 43, 30, and 74. Ten times this game was uh, seen a lead, ch- a lead change, two times tied. Houston got a 12-point lead. OKC never got their lead past six. The Thunder made their third quarter run, the run that you expect every single game. The third quarter is where the Thunder dominate. And yet, even after that third quarter run, instead of saying, okay, guys, you know what? To this point, we haven't played to our identity. We haven't played to our capability. We've played down to our competition. To this point, we have not done anything right, but we made this run as we expected. Let's then take this and run with it. They fell back off the cliff. And this is a game that stings because everything was in front of you. You're a game out of the postseason. You have two straight games against the worst team in basketball. If that's not motivation enough, the last time you played this team, they blew you out. If that's not motivation enough, you've now lost four straight in Houston. If that's not motivation enough, you revert back to the standings. Where you now sit a game and a half out of the 10th seed. You now only sit two games ahead of the 6th worst record in basketball. Look, I totally agree with the premise that this season is still a house money season, but that does not mean that we can just throw away all the bad and, and embrace all the good and say, well, it doesn't matter. If that's the case, then don't watch the team. If that's the case, then don't consume 
content about this team. Everything matters, both good and bad. The Thunder got got the inverse lesson of what they saw against Boston. Oh, you know, we're playing a terrible team on paper. Oh, you know, they don't have Jalen Green. They don't have Kevin Porter Jr., two of their best players on paper. Okay, let's just sleepwalk in Houston. Had a day off yesterday. Let's look forward to the two days off coming up. We'll get them again on Saturday. It's all fun and good. Uh, we're right here in the playoffs, reading the press clippings a bit. And they got hit in the mouth. You cannot do this in this league, even against the Houston Rockets. And that's where the frustration sets in. Because the Thunder still should not be at that point where they where they overlook an opponent. Not to say that they did it tonight, but they should not be at that point. And of all the games to lay in egg, it's this one. It's against the team who has had your number. You should be geared up to get over that snide. You should be geared up to to want to end those streaks. For as bad as the Rockets are, who are going to have the worst record in basketball for three straight seasons, which is unheard of, they're a plus one against OKC since 2020. It is what it is at this point. The Rockets have the Thunder's number until proven otherwise. But let this loss sing because of what you had in front of you. And it's okay to admit this was an embarrassing effort. You can say that while also not throwing away this whole season. These games happen in the NBA. You're going to have bad outings. You're going to have nights where you don't have it. You're going to have nights where you don't show up. Because it's an 82-game season. This was one of those nights, and it's okay to admit that, while also saying everything's still in front of them. While also saying that they can beat Houston on Saturday at home, where they've been better this year at home versus on the road. While also saying this does not this is not poo-poo the entire great stretch of January. But as we continue to kick the can down the road on which direction this team will then break into, I think we'll know at the All-Star break. You get Houston two more times before the All-Star break. Saturday and then the day before the All-Star break. You play the Lakers, Golden State, Trailblazers, Pelicans. So you play the Lakers, Golden State, Trailblazers, Pelicans, and then Houston twice. That's your six games before the All-Star break. How you fare in these six games will determine if you are a play-in team or not. And let me tell you something. If your goal is the play-in or the playoffs of the postseason, a game like tonight is what comes back to bite you in these jumbled up Western Conference standings. This should have been your game in hand. When you drop games like this, you have to go steal games you shouldn't win on paper. Which is a lot harder to do. I want to reiterate. I agree with the statement that no matter if the center team finishes with a bottom four record or finishes with a top four record, it's awesome. It's awesome, long-term. But for tonight, for this week, for the framework of this season, this was a bad loss. This was a loss that was uncharacteristic. This was a loss that needs to be addressed. And this is the teaching moment. You went from riding high to now dropping the game against the Hawks to now dropping this game against... Um, the Warriors on Monday to now dropping this game against Houston. So you've lost, what, three of the last four games because you beat Cleveland? How do you respond? 
You've got two days off to regroup. How do you respond on Saturday? Teaching moments are born from both the good and the bad. And it just so happens at this time it's a bad one. I think that they're going to respond well. I would be shocked if they lost on Saturday. I, I, I would be shocked, in fact, if they don't win fairly comfortable Saturday. But let's see it. Let's see it actually happen. And again, I don't personally think that there's a right or wrong answer in terms of if they make the playoffs or not, or, or, or if they should be, if you should be rooting for them to make the playoffs or not. But games like this do have a different tenor and talking point than previous matchups that we've seen from other teams like Monday. Monday's loss was, hey, they kept fighting. They got down 21 points early to the, to the Warriors. They checked the closet. No boogeyman there. They just needed to play their brand of basketball. They got back to playing their brand of basketball, and boom, they were, they were within two points you know, until, until the very end that you know, can, you know, can kind of uh, disjar, disjar the score. But let's talk Josh Giddy, who played fantastic coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now, better good friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel is incredible. Go to FanDuel.com right now. And go there by going to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. This year, the only app you need for your sports book and Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about a new sports betting partner for LockedOn because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because you can have so many great features and that makes sporting, that makes betting on sports fun and easy. Download the FanDuel app right now. You can bet on Super Bowl 57 with the No Sweat First Bet You'll get $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. So check that out. You can get up to that much uh, in bonus bets if your first bet does not cash in. So you can really go have some fun at FanDuel. Go there right now to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet for Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. They have some great lines. And, and me personally, you guys know that I love to kind of look at more than just the money line, the, the the spread and the over-under. They have those for you too. But I like to look at more of the kind of deeper bets. I think that it's really fun that you can bet on the NFL draft. Like I think that betting on the NFL draft to see would be the first overall pick. And right now the favorite is Bryce Young at minus 120. I think that that makes the draft interesting and fun. And I, and, and I would love to know all the research that goes into figuring that out, especially right now before we get a ton of draft notebooks and stuff like that. Uh, so, you can go do that at FanDuel. You can, of course, bet on the big game like who will be Super Bowl MVP, which right now the favorite is Patrick Mahomes. Go check it out today, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. For your next listen, check out the Game to Game Podcast. The Game to Game Podcast recaps every single game for the night before in the association. 
in 15 minutes or less, and you can go over there and catch up on what you might have missed from the local perspective. Josh Giddy played really well, and he's one of the few players that played great in this game. I mean, Josh Giddy scored 20 points. He had eight assists. He had eight rebounds, a steal, a block, shot 50% from the floor, shot two of six from three, which is 33%. The biggest standout in this game was how strong Josh Giddy is. Now, we've seen his strength, and we saw it in Summer League. We've seen it to this point in the season as well. But in this game, you really seen you really saw how he uses that frame and that strength to get by defenders, split defenders on a finish, bump guys off and get to a spot. He got a putback layup. He had a step into it three off the dribble, which I thought was awesome to see that sort of confidence and bravado to take that shot. What I think was another play that that is important is after he took a ton of contact on the on the bucket beforehand. So his previous bucket, he takes a bruising hip check, still makes the shot, no no call. That's fine. Everyone's okay. You know, and it could have gone either way about if that was a foul or not. I don't think it was, and they didn't call a foul, so it's great. But after taking that contact, the next shot he takes is a drive in the lane where he looks like he's driving really strong. He looks like he has his head down. The defense is gearing up uh, to kind of try to wall up at the rim. But then on the uh, on the blink of an eye, he just throws up that little floater. And that's how you can start using that floater if you're Josh Giddy. Before, that would be as a default. But now using that as a secondary weapon to where, hey, I'm going to attack you relentlessly, but then all of a sudden I'm going to just do a little finesse floater. And then all of a sudden I'm going to tease the floater, but it's actually a lob pass to Chad Holmgren. Like that stuff that comes off of it uh, is what's big for his scoring arsenal and for his ability to put the pumpkin in the ring. I think Josh Giddy played really well tonight. It's going to get overlooked because this is such a frustrating loss and this is the first time really that the fan base has been frustrated on social media, which I think is good. It is a, a, a data point of progress. Like the fact that you care if they won or lost this game is important and is showing you just how much better this team has gotten and just how much better this season has felt than recent years. But don't let that overshadow the fact that Josh Giddy played really, really well. Like Josh Giddy played really well. And this one he even tied the game with eight minutes left uh, by making that basket that we were discussing. And the Thunder just could not close out the game and, and kind of could not keep that effort level. They did have little spurts of their usual effort, boom, 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 especially the third quarter. But they could not play that way for more than two or three minutes at a time to where eventually the Rockets just pulled away. Kenny Hustle continues to make a winning impact, continues to make winning plays, continues to change games. Like he made plays in this game that should have turned it, that, that should have turned the tide fully in Oklahoma City's direction. Kenneth Williams made plays in a game in which stops were hard to come by. Kenny Hustle got three steals. He got three defensive rebounds, so that's six stops by himself. Then he drew two charges. That's now seven, eight stops by himself in limited action. I mean, it's not like Kenny Hustle plays you know, a, a buku amount of minutes. In this game, Kenny played, in this game, he did play 30 minutes, I should say. Sorry about that. But like in general, he does this winning impact on like a smaller scale, but great to see him play 30 minutes tonight. But those are all generated by himself, much less the stuff he does that, that aren't really quantified, like good rotations and hard closeouts. Like those are all great for Kenny Hustle. Also shot 50% from the floor and one for three from three. 13 points, six rebounds, two assists in this one for Kendrick Williams. 
And I think that for him, the biggest thing that he adds is a tone setting ability. It didn't get them over the hump in this game, but when he was on the floor, you could see where the Thunder were better. He was only a minus one in this game. Whenever he was on the floor, you could see them rise their competitive spirits. You could see them say, well, you know, if Kenny Hustle's out here taking a charge and if he's out here uh, mixing it up on the glass where we're getting just dominated for the nine, for 90% of this contest, it's time for us to pitch in as well. He does those type of things that, that bring everyone up. And then he individually plays really well. Perhaps the, the, the biggest portion of this is just that SGA had an off night. Like, he never really got going. Um, he shot 30% from the floor, 0 for 3 from 3, 24 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, 10 for 10 from the free throw line, and played 34 minutes. But, like, he was never SGA in this game. He never um, quite had that oomph of a superstar in this game. And that's perfectly fine. You're not going to play the superstar every single night. Nobody does. Like Nobody in the league does that. Uh, and he still got to his. Like he still he still found a way to help this team by getting ten free throws. And there were moments in this game where Michael Cage talked about it. You know, he's drawing fouls and scoring while the clock is stopped, where it helps you elongate the game. It helps you try to make a comeback. It helps you try to get back in the game. Uh, and, and it just fell short. It just fell short tonight for OKC. I think Jay Will deserves some flowers for his productivity. Now he's a guy that especially does not play a ton of minutes. Like in this one, he played 12 minutes, even though he started, but he doesn't set the tone the way Kenny Hustle does in the sense, in the same sense of the way that players respond to him in, in, in the way of work ethic, but he brings the energy and the players gravitate towards that when he's on the floor and he's screaming and he's communicating defensively. Like there's times whenever he's in the G league and, and I'm sitting there courtside in an empty arena and like, the way he screams how to maneuver a pick and roll and where to rotate on defense to his teammates gives me a headache. Like, I, I need to search for some Tylenol whenever I'm, I'm sitting there listening to, to, to Jay Will. Like, that's so much effort and energy and, and kind of communication level that he brings to the team. And so whenever you get the feet off of that and feet off the crowd, it adds a lot. Like, his energy and effort has been incredible. And production-wise, like, in this game, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well because he didn't get a lot of shots. He went one for three from three, but all three looks were incredible. He missed a great um, push shot at, at the mid block whenever Josh Giddy created this kind of behind the back pass to him whenever Giddy was slicing through the lane. And that shot, I've seen Jay Will hit. You've seen Jay Will hit many times. We've, we've both watched him hit that shot in college and the G League and the NBA. And it just didn't fall on that one particular instance. The two threes he missed were, were both in the slot and both shots that you want him to take. 10 times out of 10. And they fell against the Cavs, for example. They didn't fall on this one. But he still found a way within 12 minutes to score 7 points, to haul in 4 rebounds, to get an assist, and to get a block as well. So I thought that Jay Will deserves a lot of flowers for the way that he plays. And besides Josh Giddy and his breakout game, the, the other just beaming bright spot was Trey Mann. Also, a familiar face returns to Oklahoma City. Let's talk about both those things coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now, my good friends over at Price Picks. Price Picks is incredible. Go there right now to pricepicks.com or download the app and use the promo code LOCKEDON. LOCKEDON will give you a 100% instant deposit match guarantee up to $100. How does it work? Well, you pick two to six players and you 
project where they score more or less than their prize pick projections, and you can win 25 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other players. It's just competing against you and the projection projected numbers. That's it. So Saturday, you can sit around and bet. Do I think Shea will have more or less than 25 points? If you say more and he has 26 points, boom, you've won. And you can say, do I think that Jay will have more or less than one and a half rebounds? I'm taking more on that. Boom. You're going to get uh, a win there and go 2-0 and and, and win your entry. So they have everything from NFL for the Super Bowl coming up, NBA, MLB, whenever that starts back up, NHL, PGA, college football, college men's basketball, women's basketball in college, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Eurobasket, cricket, and more. Check it out today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. It's that quick. Safe and offers fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app. Go to PrizePix.com. Sign up today. Play daily fantasy sports. And make sure you check it out with the promo code Locked On because they can match up to $100 on your first entry. Go there right now and use the code Locked On at PrizePix. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Yesterday, I told you about how I thought that Trey Mann was getting back into form. It was that Monday podcast where I said a big moment in this game was Trey Mann taking an off-the-dribble three that just no one thought he would pull, and he nailed it. And I thought that that could be a turning point in his season. And tonight, you saw him play for the first time all season, before, you know, except for the, that incredible start in the preseason and that first week or so of the regular season. But past that, he played for the first time in this, in this season with confidence. Like he looked like his old self. He had 18 points, five rebounds, a steal, 44% from three on nine attempts, 50% from the floor. And the shots went in tonight, but that's not what I'm worried about. It's the shots that he attempted. It's the swagger in which he attempted them. It's taking a pull-up three off the dribble. It's taking a step back three. It's hitting the reverse layup. It's going and getting a steal in the restricted area and then going down the floor off your own dribble and taking a transition three. The confidence to pull that and not, you know, kind of run the break deeper into the, you know, into the lane, you know, inside the arc, not pass up that opportunity, and just really step into it and drill it, like that is what Trey Mann used to do. And for the last three months or so, he's looked scared to shoot the three ball. Like that's been noticeable. He's been passing up good shots. He's been passing up good looks and not wanting to shoot whenever that's kind of his bread and butter. Like that's kind of what you want him to be doing is is creating space and taking the shots when he creates them and be that go-to microwave score off the bench. So that's two games now where he's looked like that. That's two games now that he's built upon each other, right? The Warriors on Monday was a was a soft launch into that. Like it was the it was the one play that really stood out. And then tonight was an all-around just great game. Great game. Pull up three, step back three, reverse three, got the steal transition three, catch and shoot three. And, and the last way that he scored, 
He drives in the lane, lowers his shoulder, bumps his defender off his spot, hits a hits a floater now with all that space he just created. Like the way that Trey Mann scored tonight was deep in his Duffy and is is sustainable for him because he just needs that confidence back. He just needs the the kind of willingness to to take these kind of shots because they're probably going to fall for a really good offensive player. So what do you think about this game against the Houston Rockets? Let me know down below. And I want to talk to end the show about Andre Robertson returning. I mean, Andre's back. He's back. He signed with the OKC Blue on Wednesday night. The team spokesperson told me that he'll be playing against the Austin Spurs tonight, Thursday night in Austin uh, against the Spurs at 7 p.m. tip time. I'll tweet out the link to how to watch that. If you want to watch it, you can also just go to the G League website. Just go to gleague.com, and it'll, you can watch it for free. Uh, but it'll be a very fun game. If you want to know when the Blue play at the Paycom Center next, they, they play at the Paycom Center on Saturday at noon. I'll be there. It'll be part of the doubleheader. Um, there'll be the precursor to the Thunder Rockets game on Saturday. So make sure you go check it out and support Andre. Like This is an awesome story. He's been practicing with the Blue for a month, and now he, he came back. And, and you know, whenever we broke the news that he was practicing with the Blue, I talked to Cam Woods, the head coach of the Blue, and he said that the two had not discussed a return and a comeback. Things have changed in the last month. Now, will this be an NBA comeback? Will he get a 10-day deal? Will he get an NBA roster spot? If I had to bet right now, no, but with the team on the court, obviously. But I'd still bet no, but that doesn't really matter. That's that, that's a kind of subplot in all this. This is still just a really cool story. Like, almost five months, you know, almost five years uh, from his devastating injury against... Uh, the, the, the Detroit Pistons, where we all remember that season, that OK3 year, just going to absolute crap after the injury and just how much of an uphill battle the team had, what an uphill battle that Andre had to get back there. Uh, he, he signed that 10-day deal with the Nets, played a little bit in the bubble, but like Saturday is a huge day. Like Andre has not played on the Paycom Center floor since it was called Chesapeake Energy Arena. Like Andre has not played in Oklahoma City as a professional basketball player in Bricktown since... January 25th, 2018. So, like, regardless of if this ends up in him being on an NBA roster somewhere, it won't be an OKC, but, like, being there somewhere, being on a 10-day deal, regardless of if that happens, this is still a really cool story. This is still something that's very cool to be a part of. Uh, I cannot wait to be in the arena Saturday. I hope that a lot of you will be able to make it out there Saturday as well to support both the NBA team and also the, the G League team, which is a very fun G League roster. Like they have a lot of former NBA guys like Robert Wooder, DJ Wilson, uh, the list goes on, Jeremiah Ramsey, uh, Scotty Hobson is on the team still. And of course, you know, they're going to shuffle down Jeremiah Robinson Earl as well. Like it, it's wild that like Monday I was like, oh, oh, wow. I've been going to the G League all year. I cannot wait now to get, get kind of the, the quote unquote payoff of seeing Jeremiah Robinson Earl return. Now it's going to be Andre returning uh, along with, along with likely Jerry. If you, if you're confused by the whole, send him down, pull him up thing. I, I'm guessing, again, guessing, that they sent him down yesterday, Jerry, to practice with the team. He's not going to travel to to, uh, to Austin, so they call them back up. And then I would assume, guessing, assume, that they're going to send him back down to play on Saturday in the Paycom Center before the Rockets game at noon for the OKC Blue. I could be wrong. That's just a guess. So if you do make it out to the Blue game at noon on Saturday, you might be seeing Jeremiah Robson and Andre. So that's pretty cool. The MVP of the game is you for watching this game, but uh, also shout out Trey Mann for the MVP of the game. Up next, Friday, we're going to try to have a mid-season recap with uh, Daniel Bell. 
We had some technical issues earlier in the week. Hopefully those are all solved. Monday, we're going to recap the Rockets game from Saturday. Tuesday, recap the Warriors game. Wednesday, mailbag podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, Wednesday was going to be uh, recapping the Lakers game. Thursday, mailbag podcast. Friday, NBA draft podcast and Stockwatch for your ears. So basically what you need to know is we're five days a week, all your podcasting platforms on YouTube and after every single game. So make sure you check us out and subscribe for free. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.